When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. So I was going to start with telling you about a lady from Louisiana who's given birth to her third set of twins within two years. Now that is some serious business with babies. Man, you can quote me on that. A bit, well, wait. Now that I say it out loud, maybe not. Business with having babies there you go okay we just added a word <laughs> congratulations though congratulations to the baton rouge woman all twins are less than two years old Oof. again when you wake up and think man today really just i just don't know that i can get through it this lady has three sets of twins under two years old I mean, I think about my oldest son. He's got the latest baby. So he's got and the the middle one just turned two. And the oldest one is, eh, I don't remember. Whatever she is, five or six. I don't remember, however old she is. And the new baby that's, you know, a few months old. And, I mean, that's a house full. Three of those girls running around going crazy. That's a house full. This lady has six children under two years old three sets of twins so do they all look alike or is just that set do you have to match them which one are you oh yeah you go this with this one (laughs) i don't know i'm asking i'm asking that's all i'm that's all i'm doing do you know when you after you have a baby and i'm not a doctor but after you have a baby that's not a good time to have sex because you're the most fertile the female is the most fertile right then obviously a case in study this lady from baton rouge <laughs> maybe ought to waited uh i'm just saying uh i don't know i don't know just seems like something you could have thought about but <sighs> congratulations congratulations now can i get to the story i really want to talk about because I haven't even said welcome to Chewing the Fat yet. So welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. All right, let's get to the story I want to talk about. Amit, play the music. Okay, so there's two stories that I really want to talk about today. One. Well, there's three. There's three stories. Well, maybe four. But three that are off the top of my head. One is Elon Musk. And the new claims of his sexual gratification issues. One is an insurance debacle in the great state of Michigan. And it's, you know, it's outside of Detroit if you hold it, hold up your hands right there on the map. But it's, you know, Michigan. It covers the entire state because it's the law of the insurance in Michigan that they're dealing with. Agonizing. We have to talk about that. And then I've been talking about 
1883 and Paramount Plus and the new shows that are coming out 1932 with Harrison Ford and Helen Moran and you know Harrison's been taken Moran that's her name right Helen pretty sure it's Mirren like I said Helen Moran and uh, she's going to be with Harrison Ford I'm what did you say Harrison Ford I swear right now they're all going to be called Amorphophallus. Thank you. So he's been hanging out in Fort Worth taking pictures with everybody. And that's because, you know, he signed the deal with Sheridan, Taylor Sheridan. Taylor Sheridan to do. Amorphophallus. Thank you. To do 1932. Well, everybody's wondering about 1883 and what's happening. It was one season and they said they said there was not going to be a second season of 1883. Taylor said, no, there will be a continuation uh, but the 1883 is done. That was a that was a one time project, a one time deal. And Taylor even reiterates again: I created this peak through time to show you this one specific journey. Okay, I'm not someone who likes to tie everything up in a bow and explain how everyone lived happily ever after or didn't. For me, as a storyteller, it feels close ended. I'm going to peek through the window of a different era and see what i see then okay i got you i love it i mean it certainly has worked out well for taylor hasn't it yes it has and that's what 1932 is going to be with uh amorphophallus and amorphophallus so apparently the description of that show uh is supposed to be uh early 20th century when pandemics historic drought and the end of prohibition and the great depression all plagued the Mountain West and the Duttons that, you know, are calling it home now. But there is a new show coming out that's kind of the 1883 offshoot. It's titled 1883, The Bass Reeves Story. Now, why have I not heard of Bass Reeves before? This guy was amazing. I'm not kidding you. So the limited run project is going to star Golden Glow nominee David Olio. O-Y-E-L-O-W-O. Amorphophallus. As Reeves, the legendary lawman of the Wild West. He was known as the greatest frontier hero in American history and also believed to be the inspiration to the Lone Ranger. Why have I not heard about this guy? Okay, he was uh, he worked in the post reconstruction era as a federal peace officer in the Indian Territory, capturing over 3000 of the most dangerous criminals without ever being wounded. Huh? So then I look up Bass Reeves and I'm like, OK, this guy, this guy even real. <laughs> yep, he was real. Uh, incredible story. He killed. I think he killed like 14 men. Uh, in, and they make a point of saying uh, in self-defense. Of course it was self-defense, Bass. Duh. He was born in 1838 in Crawford County, Arkansas. He died in uh, Muskegee, Muskogee. Sorry, no, I read that wrong. Don't die. I don't need your thing. He didn't die in... Amorphophallus. He died in Muskogee, Oklahoma in uh, 1910 at the age of 71. He was a deputy U.S. marshal and a Muskogee Police Department police officer at the end. Incredible. 
had 11 children. So Bass was taking care of a little post-reconstruction business, too. <laughs> I don't know if he had any twins or not, but I know he's just 11 kids, it doesn't say. So, I mean, this guy is amazing. Why haven't I heard of him? Well, because he's African-American, Jeff. Oh, okay. Well, maybe that's why then. I mean, just incredible. This guy had a great life. He's worked law and order. Wow. So Reeves himself, according to Wikipedia, was once charged with murdering a posse cook. Okay. At his trial before Judge Parker, Reeves claims to have shot the man by mistake while cleaning his gun. He was represented by former U.S. Uh, State's Attorney W.H.H. W.H.H. Clayton. Amorphophallus. I'm not sure who has H.H. I'm not sure what. I might have to look. Hold on. W.H.H. Clayton. William Henry Harrison Clayton. Okay. Gotcha. W.H.H.H. Clayton. Let's, why'd you take me away from the page? All right. Who was a colleague and a friend and was eventually believed and acquitted, possibly based on his exceptional record. Uh, you think? So then he, you know, said, hey, I'm not feeling good. I'm just going to go ahead and gonna go ahead and retire he died of bright's disease okay i have to know what bright's disease is the the sun is too bright kill me i don't know what that is bright's disease is a historical classification for kidney diseases oh he was a drinker that are described Described in modern medicine as acute or chronic nephritis. Oh, yeah. What? Why are you looking like that? What does being a drinker have to do with the kidneys? I have no idea, but it sounded good, I thought. It was characterized by swelling and the presence of albumin in the urine. Albumin. A-L-B-U-M-I-N. I don't need that. Albumin. Yeah, that's what I said in the urine and was frequently accompanied by high blood pressure and heart disease yeah you're in trouble you're in trouble that's no wonder no wonder he kicked over but this guy is amazing so it'll be a fascinating story right i mean taylor's gonna write we're gonna we're gonna fall in love with my man bass reeves 1883 bass reeves we are we are and then i see as long as we're talking about shows i mean i'm happy to say that uh, gangs of london season two you know, because they just got done in New York uh, with Up Week or whatever it's called. All the networks come together and all the streaming platforms come together and they promote their new shows and say what they've got coming up. And they had a Sly showed up for his uh, uh, Tulsa Taylor Sheridan show that he's doing, The Mobster in Kansas City, King of Tulsa or Tulsa King or whatever the heck it's called. What's the name of it? Please hold. <laughs> yeah, put him on hold. Put him on hold. Uh, thanks for listening to Chewing the Fat. Your listenership is very important to us. No, I mean that. But we're looking up something right now, so we'll be right back with you. Tulsa King, like I said, that was pretty close. 
right, and thanks for holding too by the way tulsa king so he was there sly showed up i mean it's a big deal right i mean he's doing this that, i mean that's why arison ford and helen amorphophallus is working with taylor on, on in 1932 because taylor's uh, taylor's the golden boy uh, he's gonna bring it home but it was uh, up front week and they all showed up and were promoting their shows and saying what they're going to do and how what a wonderful life it is and they we also saw the announcement of gangs of london trailer for season two which is supposed to happen later this year now the first season on amc plus was awesome and i don't think i think amc plus aired it but i don't think they were the ones that were the platform that originally made it maybe they did but that where where it was viewed and where it will be viewed is amc plus and amc but that first season was great now this is going to be a spoiler if you haven't seen gangs of london okay so i'm just letting you know um the guy that i really liked a lot in the show appears to have died at the end of season one so not sure how that's gonna work out for season two may i will figure it out they'll figure it out anyway i still can't believe i didn't know about bass reeves and i'm really pissed <laughs> okay sure we've got elon to talk about uh and his uh flight attendant for spacex who uh you know he was getting a massage and he got excited and he rolled over touched her on the leg oh yeah and said hey how about i buy you a horse (laughs) actually he was following the creed that we talked about uh a few weeks ago here have a pony that's what you do that's how you get by it so and it's not even her originally i see where you know this lady claims that uh, uh this lady paid her two hundred fifty thousand, and because as a some sort of severance but it's not her it's the friend of her saying it i mean it's awful convenient awful convenient now is elon say anything about it i don't know i mean i feel like as a non-billionaire guy, I would say, yeah, you say something about it. You had face on. Yeah. You know what? I did. I was getting a massage and I rolled over. I was excited. And I said, Hey, how about you finish me off and I'll give you a horse. <laughs> As uh, you know, thinking of it, like perhaps a billionaire or the richest guy in the world would think about it. I mean, you just don't comment. Right, or you have your attorney say, "Yeah, she blackmailed the the company and Elon, and we paid her some money." And bub, I have a nice day. Right, I mean that's, that's kind of where you're at. So, I mean, she the story is that she was a flight attendant for the SpaceX jet, and then they told her, "Hey, you know, if you become a masseuse, that'll get you some extra cash." And, uh, you know, cause Elon, when they're flying, he likes to get a massage so you can, you know, double up your duties. Oh yeah. Would you like a spritzer or a squeeze? Oh yeah. 
wait till we get up in the clouds. All right. Hey, why don't you come on back? I'll get you a horse. I think you know what I mean. <laughs> why would he get her a horse? Anyway, all right. So I don't understand the here. Have a pony. Well, this is so strange. And no, I don't need to hear from Camilla. I don't even get me started on Camilla again. There's a couple royal stories that are unbelievable. So anyway, Elon's under fire, and he's the new Trump. I said that oh, you know long ago. He's definitely, I mean, he just creates the narrative. He wakes up in the morning, he tweets something, and he creates a narrative. Now, many of you have said, that, like, Twitter looks like the Twitter deal is done now. I mean, it's going to be tough to win that battle back. I know there were some who thought that the deal probably wouldn't happen at all from the very beginning. That the whole thing was a ruse. It was just a Twitter troll. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah, he was just trolling everybody. You know what? I should buy Twitter. And and it started a firestorm. Right? And then it got real. Then it looked like he was actually going to have to actually spend some money (laughs) and buy the dump. And he can't do that because it was just a joke to begin with. I mean, he's got enough to do, right? I mean, if you look at the, you know, the the one big meme that's going around now is the is the internet meme where the guy is walking with his girlfriend, and he's got his head turned looking at the other girl that's walking away from him, and the you know his girlfriend's got the got the mean look on her face, and uh, it says uh, the girlfriend has uh, Tesla over her head. And the guy has Elon, and the girl that he's looking back at is Twitter. And Elon actually commented, he quote tweeted on that meme. Really funny. To be clear, I'm spending 5%, but actually of my time on Twitter acquisition, minus 5%. It ain't rocket science. Yesterday was Giga Texas. Today is Starbase. Tesla is on my mind 24-7. So it may seem like below, but not true. All right. All right, we got you. No problem. I believe you, Elon. I believe you. So if, you know, going by that, I mean, it could be the whole thing could have been a a huge just trolling event for him. Because he found a way to get out of it, right? Originally, it was, uh, you know, if I, they tell me, you know, I'll offer them more money. The board will say, no, they don't want me a part of it. They'll kick me off. They offered him a board membership. He didn't, want, he didn't take that, right? He didn't take the board seat. And they're still going through it. He got everybody pissed off. And now we, what, there's bots on Twitter? More than they say? Okay, well, that deal's off deals off then i got other stuff to do it really could be the whole thing could have been a trolling event that's probably not a bad call and then we have the johnny depp amber heard trial going on some great stuff going on with that no question uh one of my favorite things about the whole story i forget about the testimony and you know what's her face testified but she didn't it was a deposition from two or three years ago ellen barkin and uh i mean she was in 2019 they were still filming her her one stupid show she was starring in right uh what was that stupid show it was really good too i liked it amorphophallus 
No, it wasn't that. <laughs> it was Animal Kingdom, which was awesome. That was on TNT. That was a really good show. Uh, it was fun to watch. So, you know, we had her testify from her uh, 2019 uh, deposition, and she talked about how, you know, when they got romantic and living on coast to coast, and then she changed it. You know what? Let's go ahead. It wasn't romantic. Okay, It was sexual. All right. When did that change? Well, Johnny changed the narrative. I forget what I forget what she said now. Gosh darn it! I forget the quote. But she said that she that uh, you know why did that happen? Uh, Johnny changed the notes or the switched the buttons. Yes, Johnny switched the buttons. And I'm thinking, okay, my man had enough of you sniffing around trying to be friends. If you're gonna hang out here, let's take care of a little Ellen Barkin business. Two or three days a week. Okay. I mean, who's going to say no to that? You don't have to answer that. But yeah, I know the answer already. But I did see where there's a bakery in trouble. I, I know. I'm thinking this. The Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial. There's a bakery in trouble. Because there's an Australian baker that uh, has dessert boxes. Okay. And uh, he's made people a little pissed now because uh staffers at the bakery uh shaped one of the donuts with the finger raised and then uh, it's cut off in the box tremendous looks like a hand with the finger cut off <laughs> and the other's like hey you know we could throw in a we could make one look like a vodka bottle too probably if you want it <laughs> awesome stuff that's awesome stuff that's what makes the world go round it isn't, you know, food prices or gas prices or countries going to war or pandemics. What makes the world go around is donut makers making a hand with a finger cut off because of the Johnny Depp trial. That's what makes the world go around, damn it. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. <laughs> oh. So good. Congratulations to uh, Alexandria Casio Cortez, uh, who uh, is now, well, she's announced that she's going to get hitched. I know she's going to be married. Now, they haven't set a date with Riley Roberts. You know, you've seen him in some pics with her around the country and around the world. But the last time that they were in Puerto Rico, uh, that's when he, they went to her special hometown in Puerto Rico. You know, the one where she wouldn't pay for her mom or grandma's house to get rebuilt. Yeah, that, that one. Uh, that's where he proposed to her, I guess. She said it's true. Thank you for all the well wishes. So, the 32-year-old firebrand, left-wing lawmaker. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, and he is a web developer. Uh-huh. I don't know what that means. Uh, uh, of course, he's a web developer. That's what he does. <laughs> they met when they were both students at Boston University. Yeah, she didn't have anything else to do while she was there. So she just screwed around with him. Anyway, congratulations to her. There are some that would say, 
not me. I would not say this. All right, this is just rumors on the street that she hadn't been in the news lately, and so this was a way to get back into the news. I wouldn't say that. And I should have mentioned this when I talk about the when I mentioned the Royals earlier. Uh, there's a story that now I believe proves I'm right. Megan and Harry will get a divorce soon. All right, so they've been they've been milking these companies for millions of dollars, and they haven't been producing crap for them. I mean, they, you know, they sit down for a you know a twenty minute podcast for Archwell and uh, Netflix and Spotify, and everybody's like, um, "We're going to go ahead and need more for that hundred million than uh, than your little twenty minute podcast." And uh, Netflix said, yeah, your idea with the book and the children's thing, that sucks. We're, we're cutting that. We're going to have to get something else from you. So they were they're filmed. Archwell was filming them when they went to the Invictus games or whatever the hell they're called, the soccer. You know, those stupid soccer games that he goes to. What are they called? Amorphous. Yeah, Palace. those games that he loves so much. The What is it? The Invictus? Invi- Amorphophallus. Yeah, that's good enough. So now we hear that uh, they're going to do an at-home docu-series. They're going to do a reality show? They won't last a year. There's only been, I mean, it, the, the families that have survived reality shows are few and far between. And I, I would say if you go down the list, there's maybe one. Uh, what's his face from Kiss? I think his family has survived the reality show. But the rest of them have all blown apart, man. The reality shows kill families. So, bye-bye. Have a nice day. Harry and Megan over. Sister Call, you heard it from me first. I talked about them getting a divorce. I talked about it early on. I thought they'd be done by the end of this year. But then she got had that new baby. Man, freaking women, man. They know how to rope you in. And so uh, <laughs> you can quote me on that. Freaking women. They know how to rope you in. So with that new baby, uh, that you know that kept it going for a little bit longer. They weren't, you know, they can't break up because of the kids and everything. So, you know, I'm giving them. And now, holy cow, with a docu-series filming at the, at the house. Oh, man. <laughs> so it's 2022 may so they've been fighting and struggling and they got to go back to grandma's thing the her jubilee that they're all going back for which i'm surprised uh, i guess they're all going back i guess megan and harry and the kids and i mean they're bringing the whole family for grandma so good they need to she needs to see the kids yeah. have to go back for the funeral soon Oh, yeah, Megan won't go for that. Megan won't go. I mean, Harry will go back for that. He has to go. I mean, he can't can't not go back for the funeral, man. Holy cow. You want to talk about being in bad graces of the United Kingdom and the family? You don't go back for the funeral? Let's be clear. She's not dead yet. But (laughs) she's not dead yet. Okay? But, uh, (laughs) and you know, oh, my gosh. And they, they they hope they want something to happen to Charles so bad before she dies. She's hanging on, man. We gotta keep her alive till something happens to Chuck, man. We can't let Chuck be king. No, that's a good bit. Gary Janetti, go ahead. You can use it. We can't let Chuck be king. 
go ahead and make a show um just that can't happen it just can't but it probably will for a short period of time sad anyway uh i'm saying by the end of next year the end of 2023 megan and harry they're not married anymore now i don't know if harry goes back to the uk i would you know maybe he goes back but they're gonna have to fight for the kids then maybe the kids go back you know move into windsor and he's it's <laughs> where they stay you're living on you're living here yeah we're not putting you up in the cottage or anything security security reasons and megan can go you know try to be on a tv show again in hollywood that's what she wants anyway well you hear i'm just telling you, that's my prediction uh, my prediction harry and megan snip the wedding's over by uh the marriage is over by the end of 2023 so for those of you that have watched inventing anna on netflix uh just know that anna delvey or anna sorokin her real name uh is a sorokin or a sorokin s-o-r-o-k-i-n amorphophallus yeah uh she had an art show in new york again and i love uh the new york post reporting on it the fake heiress remains in federal custody fighting an effort to deport her to germany so she got out of jail and she, she did her time she was good to go and then uh, ice was there to pick her up so she's been you know being held by ice because they're trying to deport her well she's still busy okay she sold the rights to netflix to the story that would got her i think three hundred twenty thousand, something like that but i think most of that money had to go to the to the people that she owed money to not sure about that but i think that's true um because she was tried because of the 275000 or something that she owed, right, for the times of her hotel rooms and all that stuff that she milked these people out of. I mean, she came close to getting millions, man. She was close. She almost had it. She almost had it. It was so close. I was rooting for her. And nothing. So now she's been selling her artwork. Now she, said she had an art show uh, early on which showed her sketches from prison and this one uh she did a video introduction hi everyone anna delve here nice Uh, i'm so very excited to unveil my first ever art collection titled allegedly uh this is a collection of sketches i created while in ice orange county detention that's according to new york post the wannabe socialite explained in her unplaceable european accent (laughs) you got fooled too new york post she fooled you too when she was in town don't try to have off on it now she said i studied fashion and administration in paris and i haven't really sketched until my trial you've heard so many voices already but this is the beginning of me telling my story my narrative from my perspective i hope you guys enjoy the show (laughs) <laughs> the art pieces are 10 grand each and they're i mean i like them the sketches are fine they're you know kind of abstract uh you know sketches I, I you know i don't know that i'd pay 10 grand for them but if i'm in the you know if i you know what if i'm in soho and i say oh anna's got an art show going on you know what give me that one there for 10 grand i'll take that one right there uh new york post the soho grifter claims to have studied fashion administration in paris 
<laughs> Open bar. I, I Anna's the specialty cocktail. Anna on ice. Think about it. I mean, I love it. <laughs> uh, I don't know how much money she made. Her nine by twelve sketches cost ten thousand each. The ones that they show here are pretty pretty nice. I mean, I would not spend ten thousand on them. Okay, my daughter could do this work in her sleep, and I have it for free, yeah. or whatever it costs me to get the paperwork and the pencils and the drawing material. Because believe me, that ain't cheap. But I mean, my daughter can do this in her sleep. However, it's Anna's work. And that makes it special. Does it? Yes. Yes, it does. And she's still, I mean, I don't understand why Make we need to make a decision. We were letting people, Anna, just let her go to the border and come across. She's, in, she's back in the country. Good to go. I understand. Anyway, if, you're, if Anna's artwork is out there now, 10 grand for the 9x12s. So, welcome back. Welcome back. Makes one thirsty for, yes, I'll have another Anna on Ice. Good news for chewing the fat. All right, and it might not be good news for the entire United States of America or the world, but it's good news for chewing the fat. Because prior to Joe Biden taking office and prior to Donald Trump getting us out of Africa with our military troops, I had a lot of listeners in Africa. And I I mean, when you look at the breakout, the company that takes care of our podcasting, you look at the breakout of where people are listening to the show from. I know exactly where you're listening from. Um, I had you'd see uh, Djibouti and uh, Nigeria. I mean, there's different African countries where there'd be uh, where there'd be uh, you know splotches of listeners. And I always figured that those were military. I'm not. I'm guessing the guy walking in 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 the in Nigeria isn't listening to chewing the fat. But the military, the guys in the military, thank you. I love you. Keep up the good work. Stay safe. We're listening to Chewing the Fat, and I appreciate it. Well, when Trump pulled him out, a little less listenership going on in the continent of Africa. Just saying. Just saying. The lights didn't light up as much as it was. Well, I mean, Joe Biden is getting us back into Somalia. So I'm back, baby. I am back. (laughs) Let's get us into the DRC. I need to be back, and we need to get back to Djibouti. I loved having I loved having listeners in Digibooty, and I, I'm a big fan of Digibooty. <laughs> oh, Jeff, it's called Djibouti. Okay, it's got a D in front of it. That means you're supposed to be Digibooty. That's the way you pronounce things. It's just it's the way it is. So apparently, the Somalian parliament elected this Hassan Sheikh Mohammed. Hassan Sheikh. Mohammed as president on Sunday. Now he previously served as the country's president in 2012 to 2017. What was different in 2012 to 2017? 
There was about three or four years in there that belonged to, oh, that's right, that's right, Joe Biden was vice president. (laughs) Oh, there was another guy that was president. What was his stupid name? Uh, Oh, oh, I don't remember. Barack Tony-ass Obama. People have called him that. People have called him that. Not me, but not me. So we're back, baby. We're back in Africa. So, I mean, hello. Welcome. I mean, it's almost the open again. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. I mean, we're back. Follow me on Twitter at JeffyJFR. Facebook and Instagram is Jeff Fisher Radio. I keep, I keep bringing in the last few days. I have my one of my favorite books of all time. It's called Chicken Poop for the Soul by David Fisher. I love this book so much. I love every story in this book. It's got my favorite story, The Fork, the Spoon, and the Knife, which I believe I've read that on this show before. I love this story. What I'm thinking about doing is having a little Chicken Poop for the Soul reading on my YouTube channel, uh, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher, and just have a reading, a daily, maybe a daily or a weekly reading from chicken poop for the soul. Uh, maybe you know, like a special little fireplace reading, chicken poop for the soul. Or maybe I just sit down and read it in front of a camera and not worry about any of the not worry about any of the accoutrements. You know, whatever works out. But I mean I I could read you a story right now from it, but now I'm being told that it's I mean it's, it's time for the game show. So, you know, I don't know read you the story about dad's lessons or struck by luck or the going away pre- table manners that's my favorite what page is table manners the fork the spoon and the knife 40 fork the spoon and the knife I'll tell you what I'll do the fork the spoon and the knife my favorite table manners I will not read you the whole story but I will read you the last part of table manners the, just know that the fork and the spoon and the knife have been fighting. Who rules the table? Is it the fork? Is it the spoon? Is it the knife? Or is it better when they all work together? But really, that last night, <laughs> chocolate cake was the fork's favorite dessert. The fork cut into the cake and picked it up. It was delicious. And as the fork cut another piece, he realized he didn't need the knife anymore. So that night, when the knife had his blade turned, the fork pushed him off the table. Once again, the fork was king of the table. And there was peace and happiness until the very next night, when once again, soup was served. Think about it. I know. I love it. Me too. Well, it's Friday. That means it's time for what's being called America's favorite game show. What's the lie? (laughs) 
What's the lie? Where contestants try to decipher the lie from four. Count up one, two, three, four headlines. One of them is not true. Thus, that's where we get what's the lie. Welcome to our contestant, uh, CTF listener extraordinaire, Timothy P. Timothy, welcome to What's the Lie? Hello. Very happy, happy to be here. We're, we're darn happy to have you, Tim. Can I call you Tim? You can. Where Where are you from, Tim? I'm living in North Carolina. Love North Carolina. You're in the uh, Raleigh-Durham area, or are you in, uh, no. you up in the mountains? Yeah. You up in the mountains in Boone? Over by OBX. I love I Actually, I'm a huge fan of Boone, North Carolina. You ever been there? Never been there. Never uh, been there, the, never heard the, of it. That's the high, the high point of the state. Boone, no, North no. Carolina, top of the mountains. Uh, we, could, we, we could be almost done with this right now. I'll tell you that. You need to look at the map. I'm holding up my hand right now. This is North Carolina. This is Boone right here. Right here, top of the mountains. Oh, man. I'll check it out next weekend. So, yeah. Yeah, you will. You check it out this weekend, my friend, or we're done. Okay? So, you ready to play? You ready to play? I'm ready to play. <laughs> Four headlines. Oh, yeah. One is not real. This is What's the Lie. Okay, headline number one. Yo, egg cracks into the U.S. restaurants with plant-based sunny-side-up poached eggs. Philadelphia teachers, headline number two, Philadelphia teachers were encouraged to attend a conference with one session titled Transsex Banging Beyond Binaries. Headline number three, a baby giraffe at the San Diego Zoo was fitted with hoof extenders and front leg braces. Headline number four, beauty startup shiitake raises over a hundred million dollars to expand the mushroom market makeup mushroom makeup market i gotta say that correct to expand the mushroom makeup market those are your four headlines tim uh take a moment and decide which one is the lie Yo Egg cracks into U.S. restaurants with plant-based sunny-side-up and poached eggs. Philadelphia teachers were encouraged to attend a conference with one session titled Transsex Banging Beyond Binaries. A baby giraffe at the San Diego Zoo was fitted with hoof extenders and front leg braces. Beauty startup Shiitake raises over $100 million to expand the mushroom makeup market. Tim, have you decided what's the lie? I believe that the lie is the one with the mushrooms and the shiitake mushrooms, but you, it's probably the hoop extension. I mean, which one are you going with? Going with the last one. Yeah, the mushrooms. You would be 100% correct. Congratulations. Oh, my gosh. You are a winner here on What's the Lie. That is amazing. You. you, Tim, have won a brand new... Thanks for listening to What's the Lie? What's the Lie is a subsidiary of Chewing the Fat Enterprises. All information is probably accurate at the time of recording. CTF, WTL, MM, XX, II. Thank you, Jeffy.
and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.